Hey, everybody. Welcome back once again to another Fly Casual for here. Hey, guess what? It's time for some reviews, and it's time for a big, fat, sweet, hot discussion. Yes, that's right. It's another Fly Casual retrospective. But what you're going to do, you want to stick around because we're going to talk about some comics, and we're going to talk about ah, hashtag resistance before we get into the meaty, meaty talk of what Fly Casual would recommend on the literary front. What are our favorite Star Wars novels? You're going to stick around and find out, probably, because it's another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! What? I'm 12.30 a.m. You're 12.30 a.m. Wait, what? What, what time are? is it? No. No. Uh. Tell me that my introduction was le- was lackluster. I'll lack your luster. Or lust your lacquer. <laughs> what? You better not tell me the time because that's that's Is that legal? Never tell Mike the time. Never tell me the time. Yeah, there's a thing. <laughs> Never tell me the time. There's yeah, that's, that's nine thirty. Hey that's the thing about about Southwest Fourth Wainers. <laughs> Never tell them the time. I gotta Especially get up when tomorrow. they're that old. I'm going golfing tomorrow morning. Dumb. Are you really? You're a dumb person. I am. It's like 40 degrees out, dude. We're going to be golfing. Yeah, our intention tomorrow is actually to take a part in the zombie walk downtown. Have fun with that pneumonia. Mm. Yeah, convince the the kiddo because she, uh, this year, she said for Halloween she wants to be Creepy Bride. That is good time. She wanted downtown. to be a creepy bride, so we went and we were at the you know the Halloween stores. We had to go like poke around, press all the buttons, make everything scream and stuff right. at the Halloween stores. And she saw like, and her age, her size, like five different like zombie bride like packaged outfits, right? And she mm-hmm. wanted, of course, they all cost like forty or fifty bucks. <laughs> of course, every but time. But they ended up finding one at Walmart that's like a black wedding dress for us, like seven year old girl Corpse bride, man. Corpse. So bride. I nice. went down to the old, the old haunt, the old Stoner's Fun Stores, Ooh, circa nineteen forty nine. That yeah. place has been Stoners. around. It is. Is that where they sell the bongs? Yep. Yeah, no, no, nope, <laughs> no. They do have it's magic like tricks and stuff, but it's, it's like it's a costume, costume, makeup. I got, uh, I got confused by the name. Yeah, you yeah. would love that store, Garrick. Yeah, uh, yeah, you actually would. I and, love. Uh, 25% do they have Funko Pops there? No. Wow. They have 25% off life-size stand-ups, cardboard stand-ups. Zombie right pops. I like 25% off stuff. Yeah, me too. Tell but me we more. We used to go there uh, in high, when I was in high school. My mom would take me there before I could even drive to buy stage makeup. Nice. Needed. That's where you got your stage yeah. makeup and stuff like that. So that's mm. where I went. I walked hmm. over from stage work. makeup. I walked. Not something in. I've ever purchased. Yep. No. But see, you were the. You also weren't the only guy in the dorms to have his own makeup box, like makeup case, like I did. I never had a makeup. Case. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but you were weird enough to room with a guy that did. <laughs> and uh, and that thing came in handy a few times. But uh, but yeah, I walked over there and I walked in. And I told the lady, I said, "All right." I got a zombie up my kid and maybe me a little bit. And I want to get like, if I buy, you buy the makeup in the stores, you buy the Halloween makeup, like the Halloween branded stuff in the stores. It's not even like, it's not even to get you through that one time. That stuff is garbage. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, I'm going to get like some white makeup and I'm going to put it on you. And you get halfway through it and you're out and the kid's, you know, half their face is still normal. Right. That stuff's garbage. I said, I'm going to go and I'm going to buy the good stuff. Maybe it'll actually last through a few applications mm. and it'll last, last. Like throw it in mm. a case, keep it dry. Mm. You last. don't want it to run when you cry. No, 
No, I had right? to get the thick blood. I got her the, the the super thick blood that don't run. So <laughs> yeah. I like stipple sponge up her yeah, face man, after you get. I got some latex. She's a little on the fence about this. Oh, yeah. Put the liquid latex on her face and then you let it dry a little bit and then you put it to a few layers and then you pick at it with the tweezers and it makes it look like the skin's rotting. Yeah, we did a whole nine yards. I used to do that with Elmer's glue. And it's supposed to rain tomorrow. It's supposed to rain during the zombie walk. That oh. makes it even. That adds to it, though. Wear a hat. It's going to be sunshiny in the morning. Then it's going to look like the skin's just melting off. Yeah, or just yeah. running off. Like, oh, man, there's a fleshy normal person underneath that dead zombie. You really thing. are going to get pneumonia. Yeah. Have fun it's with that. cold and wet. And yeah. yeah so yeah. now it's this thing that I was looking forward to that my daughter was all excited to do this. Big, like, really, you know, and with my with my girl, like, I like her to do a lot of different kind of crazy things. You know, mm-hmm. she's not like me. She's like, she said the phrase to me, Daddy, I'm just not into Star Wars oh. anymore. More. I know. You know, Heartbreak. I've heard that crap. Heartbreak. She's like way more into just like the girly girl kind of stuff than she's ever been. I got to accept that. But the more I can kind of like pull her into this, like just kind of weird off kilter, you know, uh, asexual stuff. The uh, I feel like it's all a win, you know, just kind of like keep plants. her balanced. Yeah. That's very sexual. Well, actually, a lot of a lot of plants no. are actually yeah, uh, sexual. Are. Yeah. Yeah, but some of them aren't. That's the whole You should idea see the pine tree next to my house. It is constantly just jizzing pine cones all over the ground. So I don't know pine cones. That wor- how does that mm-hmm. I don't know how that works no, in my head. Just, that's all you need to know. Well, it is always erect, so. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Yep. Yeah, we learned all about uh, right. all about conifer reproduction. Yeah. At They're all sticky Health too. Center. All those, those <laughs> all that sap. Trees. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah. covered in sap. That doesn't just wash off either. Yeah, it's like a hot shower. Now, do, Super do you hot. do you swallow the sap? No, not usually. Wow, wait a minute. No, if I got it in my mouth, wow, I'd this spit just it out. took a. Very, what is going on? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of bitter. Hey, Star Wars! What? Star oh, Wars! Hey, ladies, hey. Welcome back, Fly Star Casual, Wars. episode number two. Oh, two! Hey! Whoa, that's I'm a palindrome, host. guys. Mister, a number, <laughs> the numbers get palindromes? 98 yeah. away from 300. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Countdown to 300 has begun. <laughs> it's celebration to 300. Okay, uh, I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. With me on my left... Uh, having blocked me completely out of frame of the camera for anybody watching on YouTube, <laughs> Mr. Michael J. Archbold. I felt like we had all Corey last episode, so now this episode... A mile and a half Howie. away. They could see my arms waving <laughs> from behind the microphones and things like that. You are so vain. I know. I know. I probably think this podcast is about me, really. Hey, it's yeah. like the song. Uh-huh. Over there, Mass Control, CBJ Howie. Um, I apologize for my swallowing comment. <laughs> but not really. Well, I thought you were going to say something totally different. <laughs> oh yeah, what'd you think? Yeah, I, I can't say. even imagine. But now I'm just going to say, let's race right past that. Yeah. No, uh, I want to hear what. Cross pond down a few, Mr. Gary, not Jay Hardy. I just want to take this moment on my intro to say goodbye to UE Metal. We will miss you. Oh yeah, she's gone. She died. She's not no longer that. a member of Baby Metal. Did we talk about no this last episode? This earth. No longer. Yeah. It's yeah, so but sad. it needs to be brought up yeah. again. But I'm assuming um, Dewey and Louie Metal are still there, right? I think we need to organize an on- online um, baby metal mosh pit. Boycott? You're going to boycott? No. no. Wait, wait, what? wait, wait. What's wrong rip, with you, Mark? Rip the e-brake. <laughs> rip the e-brake. Howie, pray tell. How does one, what orchestrates, what constitutes an online digital mosh pit? Um, All caps. Oh. Ooh. All yeah. caps, right? We can do that. All right. 
Hashtag you ever been in an AOL chat room circa 95? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's chat pretty room. much it. That's it. Woo! Yeah. Oh, A slash L. Where are you from? Want a cyber? Mm-hmm. Hey, Cyber girl. Mosh, that is. Not the other one. Hey, girl. My B- hand's on your thigh. BRB, hey, everyone. Am, I've got mail. I'm punching you in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what are you wearing? Yeah. That's a my pink, mosh pit. A pink sock and a smile. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Padme's come. Can't hit on I Padme. don't know if you guys Padme was really big into, <laughs> into the chat room. Chat room. Yeah. yeah. Right? She was she was hardcore. Yeah, she, that, was, that was her time. She went straight for the jugular. <laughs> <laughs> what happened in there? She wasn't messing around. Speaking of going straight for the jugular, gentlemen, it's time for some reviews. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's up? Hey, What's man. Up, guys? Hey. hey, bro. Hey. Hey, I'm back. Just kidding. Welcome back. I was pondering my reviews. Yeah. Uh, I haven't, really. deci- I haven't decided what you're doing yet. Making a U turn, are you? <laughs> yeah. So we had a hmm. whole slew of comics. Oh, justice. We did. And a TV show that came out. New one called oh, Star Wars. Wait, what? Star Wars Resistance. But first, comics. Okay. Comic. Which one? So we had. Star Wars 55 that came out that mm-hmm. had one of the biggest of Star Wars events <laughs> of all of all time. Yeah. I, I still tried of so all hard time. I tried so hard to get you guys to say that a couple weeks ago because it was on the list of. of yeah, I words. knew it was on the list. That's why I didn't say it. Oh, she did. I'm resisting the bell. I probably would have thrown up if I mm-hmm. said it. Yeah, almost the there. Oh, just yeah. missed it. Yeah. Anyway, so the this. For those who are longtime listeners of the show and readers of the comic, know that the current Star Wars main title comic is kind of an in between uh, a New Hope and the Empire Strikes Back, and yeah, the is. Rebel fleet has amassed and now are, are being systematically destroyed by Darth Vader. And in the last issue, fifty four, we lost our uh, General Draven. He died. Got his neck snapped. And that tied up that loose end. He well, was in this comic, A-hole from Rogue One, right? The a hole from Rogue One, as yeah, he's right. affectionately known I, as. I knew it. Yeah, yeah. So in this one, we have another major character who bites the dust. <gasps> what? Yeah, yeah. General Dodonna. What? Special part about that was when we were actually in the same pitch. Yeah, man. That actually got really excited. I, I had a moment. Whoa. I felt it down in my, you know. Yeah. Okay. Big, big bombshell there. Yeah. What? So we, you remember uh, him calling uh, Princess Leia, Princess Leah. That's yep. how he's yeah. best known as in A New Hope. So Admiral Adama. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Admiral Adama. It's all about yep. the Adama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some Cylons came out. Yeah. <laughs> If well, I know, guess but since he called her Leah, it was probably his time. Yeah. Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> he had to go. <laughs> GTFO so, with that dude. Ob- observant viewers of the Star Wars movies will notice he was in A New Hope, but he did not appear in any of the subsequent films. Now, that's not. when you start flashing Mon Mothma around the next wow. time we yeah. all get together. So somebody, where'd he uh, go? Somebody was observant. What happened to the silver-haired fox, huh? Where's that guy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh? He died. Mm-hmm. He got blowed up. Mm-hmm. In this, yeah, he got they. I'm pretty Darth sure he Vader, died. In order to uh, let the fleet escape Darth Vader's clutches, he hung back 
to take the brunt of the force mm. and mm-hmm. got exploded. No, how while the goes. other people escaped. Did he try going to hyperspace at people? He couldn't. Mm. Couldn't. Engines were shot up. Ah, that'll do it. That's how they yep. get you. Couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah hyperspace. At least they everywhere. covered that base. <laughs> yeah. The cool thing was uh, Hera actually was in this issue, and they brought back that. Uh, uh, cargo transport ship thing that they stole in one issue, uh, one episode of Rebels. Kind of yeah, looks right? like a wedge with little hangar bays underneath it. Yeah, you know that yeah. thing. They brought that back. That was kind of cool. Big old so, yeah. like yeah carrier. That's the stuff yeah. I love. Yep. The so they're tying stuff together, cutting off loose ends, answering some questions like, "Where's that uh, General Dodonna guy? He dead?" That's the answer. Was that a question that anybody asked? I did. I have. I'd wondered that all my life. Actually, I can't even okay. remember if well, like he was like in the legends if he even appeared that often. I, I never, or at all. never thought twice about it. Really? Yeah. Like to be honest guy. with you, I can't remember him appearing in legends either. Yeah. Maybe it happened. So, I don't remember. There we go. He did. Oh, good for him. Dead. So yeah, good issue overall. I thought uh, it's kind of closing up an arc, maybe. Uh, the next issue will have a new artist on it, which is interesting. So we'll see how that works out. And uh, Sana Solo's back. Yay! 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 She's so, got dreadlocks. She does. She hot. I want dreadlocks. I do too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have enough hair for it though. Because mm. I think you have to have more I'm than pretty red. sure you don't. I want <laughs> I want dreadlocks like John Favreau in PCU. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe I can get extensions. There you go. Yeah. I'll just cut half of my hair off, and then we can have equal dreadlocks. I'll get a weave. That's what I need. Mm. But I can do that. Yep. Pull that off. Well, pull wait, that you, off. What are you going to attach it to? <laughs> I don't know. He's going to screw it into just, the skull. You just need a little bit of attached to, and you just flip it over. Staples. And tie it. It's staples, yes. Staple it right to my scalp. Yep. yep. It'll, it'll be but a anyway, we also had a Darth Vader issue came out. Where we got some backstory on this mask that we've been seeing pop up all throughout these comics, the Mask of Lord Momin. And I just love how uh, they're going back in time with this a little bit, kind of to the old old Republic, it seemed like. And uh, we get some backstory on Momin. He's an artist who uh, liked to kill people. And that oh, was boy. his art. It was great. Yeah. I like right. how Vader just walks around with his hand outstretched and the mask floating around in front of his hand. He yeah. can't carry it. They don't want it to look too Shakespearean. Yeah, well, the, his... the cover is pretty much Shakespeare, him holding yeah. the mask in front of him. Oh, yeah, and staring right yeah. into the eyes. Yeah, but in the comic, he's just holding out his hand and it's just floating around. like, you know, I can't be bothered to touch this thing. Now, this yeah. is uh, kind of Cylon looking. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a yeah, it's a very interesting mask. Like the This is a very twisted character, this Lord Moman. Because uh, he's obviously an older Sith, and his whole deal was he liked to capture people uh, at the moment of death, I suppose, because that's like where his real art lies or something. I don't know. You have to read it. It's really strange. It's a really <laughs> twisted character. For uh, Star Wars, it's a little out there. Yeah, it's a little out there, but I, I liked it because it, it's out there, but it's still cool, I guess, in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah, so he's going to build it. Uh, Vader's going to build his fortress, and apparently. It's this uh, Mustafar, you know, I think we mentioned before, is like some sort of nexus in the Force. Uh, and he, I guess kind of like in Rebels where the, the wolf door kind of like touched into the, I guess, un, the alternate world 
uh, outside of time or whatever. Yeah. So I guess uh, Mustafar is one of those nodes, and uh, Vader's fortress is supposed to be some sort of key to open one of those doors. So interesting. That pretty, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So continuity. Well, Mike loves we'll it. We'll see. I we'll do. see how that plays out. As a matter of fact. <laughs> and speaking of Vader's well. castle, that's some IDW comics that have come out one a week called Star Wars Adventures, Tales from Vader's Castle. The voice really makes it. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, so these are okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I've read the first two. They're they're all right. I mean Yeah, the first two are all right. Uh so basically there there's a main story that's going through this five issue miniseries of uh, this group of rebels trying to break into Vader's castle for whatever reason. And then whilst breaking into the castle, they tell a ghost story (laughs) (laughs) in the middle of this comic, uh, each comic. So like the, the second issue had uh, uh, Count Dooku in it and they were telling a time where Count Dooku turned into a vampire. So that was pretty interesting. (laughs) Yeah. I read that one. That was something else. (laughs) Yeah, because didn't he play Helsing, right? The actor, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. he did, didn't he? Yeah, so that was you that are, was funny. You are correct. Yes, so. Yeah, they're just they're just fun, dumb comics, uh, kind of cool stories in the middle about, like, uh, I guess more of the supernatural side of uh, of uh, the Star Wars universe. So Yeah, yeah like these, these are very comic-y. Oh, very comic-y. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. yeah, little crazy side stories and... Don't yeah. they? Uh, don't most of these have two st- two stories in them as well? Or yeah, so yeah, the the main story and then the the story like that one story. of the characters in the main story tells the rest of the characters in the main story is like a, a mini comic in the middle. Uh, Man, yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at issue three, and I would swear to you that right in the middle of the comic, they just changed anchors. Changed? Yeah, they yeah they because tra- they're two they, different stories, and they they have. Two two different artists. Yeah. Oh, right? it, it looks like from one panel to the next that it's the same thing. I don't think. Oh, it really? Changed, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe. Well, no, just the, some of them they do. I'm not sure on issue three, but yeah, uh, issue some the, two is more pronounced. The the change in the artist. Traditionally, the art on these IDW comics have been more, you know, kind of kitty comicy, cartoony. Yeah, cartoony. But um, actually, there's a couple of them where the art is actually really good. Yeah. yeah no, no, in issue three, it's it's just from one panel, like from one page to the next, the inking just changes 100%. It's yeah. really off, but it's the same artist, but the inking just is completely different. Yeah, if you look at issue two, it's it's definitely more pronounced, I think, because it, it's just like a totally different art style right in the middle uh, with the, <laughs> the coloring and tracing and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. But yeah, cool. If you want to check those out, uh, I think they're pretty good in my opinion so yeah, yeah. again they're, yeah. I mean, are they full price yeah. yeah i think they're 3.99 maybe yeah. sounds right i don't know or 2.99 i can't remember uh they're good though they're good i enjoy yeah. them yeah so uh guys yes we had a new show drop what? New show, oh, new stuff about the boy. Star Wars. Oh, boy. About the Star Wars. Ash Actually, Brown Resistance. I, yeah. <laughs> Star Wars Resistance. Dun, dun, dun. It's happened, guys. It's finally out. How do you guys Resistance. all feel about it? Mike, do you love it? Mike, do you love it? Uh, Did you love Resistance? What? Mike. 
How would you Mike, think about Resistance? Mike, you um, the trailer was interesting. What, <laughs> what, so the trailer is more interesting than the show, Mike, that you watch? Mike, uh, Resistance, what? Mike. Mike, you watch, how do you watch, how do you feel about the show? Ah, uh, what? You didn't watch the show, did I you, Mike? I did not watch the Howie, show. Howie, do you love Resistance or it what? It was Mike. fantastic. <laughs> Liar! <laughs> you did not watch it either. You just watched it while we, re- we did the comic review. I did. And I did. In the interest of full disclosure, I did not watch it either. Are you... Uh, what are we, two weeks in? Well, that is just fantastic. <laughs> How on earth did the three of us not watch this? Garrick has. Garrick has watched. Of course, Garrick watched. And I have every intention watch to watch. Everything. I just haven't. Yeah. Uh, I really don't care right now. It's one of those things where like we're we're going in right now where it's like, all right, Garrick, you're gonna we have no we don't even know what Garrick's hot take is. We haven't discussed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, not listeners. at all. Yeah, this I have is no idea all hot take, baby. Yeah. This is gonna be a complete reveal to us. So if you haven't watched it either, I'm assuming most of you probably have. I don't know. I don't know. People might be in the same boat we were, where it's like, well, we're confused I, by the marketing and yes, we just don't know. Definitely confused. I think I told you guys that I, I'm really gonna wait until when you guys watch it and tell me that, yeah. It's worth my time. Unfortunately, no. Garrick's been selling Daredevil season three so hard on me. I don't know when I'm going to get around. Can we talk it, about that way. instead? Let's talk about Daredevil season three instead. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> All right, Garrick, you got to tell right. us, man, what is going on with Resistance, the ten o'clock right, children's so show? The t- ten o'clock children's show. So, if you're like me and you have the Disney app thing, you've probably seen the. Premiere, the first two premiere episodes as well as two additional episodes. But since only the first two episodes have officially aired, I think I'm only going to talk about that one. Okay, fair enough. So uh, the first two, it was a, it was a two issue, or sorry, two episode, one hour special called The Recruit. So the main character in this show is named Kazuda Giano, I guess. Or as everyone calls him for short, Kaz. I was gonna say it's got to be one syllable. Yeah. So That's if the you rule can, now. Yep. Just Kaz. And uh, at the beginning of the episode, he saves kind of uh, Poe Dameron from uh, getting blown up by some Tie Fighters, but more, I guess Poe saves him instead. And then Poe's like, "Hey, man, you're a good pilot. Want to be a spy? Because that something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So." Uh, yeah. So Poe drags him out to um, down to this uh, this station on some water where they have races, and that's kind of where the show stays for the entire episode and the additional <laughs> episodes that come after. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So like, if you're like me and you like Star Wars, and one of your favorite thing about Star Wars is the different locations that Star Wars has. Well, this is taking a different approach to that because it all takes place <laughs> on one station so far. Locations are expensive. <laughs> yeah. The Deep Space Nine of Star Wars. Yeah, we yeah, complained. Hey, early on, we complained comparison. about how Rebels was all on Lothal, and yeah. you know, right? Yeah, yeah, huh. that's true. Yeah, so uh, I don't want to really break down the entire story because it's really. Uh, really simplistic. Basically, he's he's put there as a spy, and the only reason he's good as a spy is because he's so outlandish and crazy. He's just like this young kid who just gets into trouble all the time. He's basically like a almost like a smarter Jar Jar, I guess. Oh no, that's not because <laughs> he's that's always not something anybody wants to hear. He's always screwing things up. He doesn't fit in. He just says stupid things sometimes. He's a scam. But I guess that makes him a perfect spy because no one would ever <laughs> sus- suspect him of being a spy. 
uh, because he's the way he is. Okay. Yeah. But we get introduced to some, I mean, the, I will say the strength of the show, I think is not, is everyone but the main character. Cause <laughs> I, I really liked uh, Niku who is voiced by a uh, big head from uh, Silicon Valley. Spaghetti. Yeah. He's got the really weird way of talking is he's, he's He's kind of like very to the point and uh, he's bubbly and serious and he, he like always tells you how it is. And mm. it's, it's 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 very interesting. And then there's Yeager, who's kind of this old grizzled veteran of the re- the rebellion. Um, so he's kind of like his I guess he's uh, Kaz's mentor of sorts. And he kind of joins Yeager's crew to fix up fighter planes and race cars and stuff, <laughs> race jets. Or whatever they're called, spaceships, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> space jet ship flyers, space yeah. jet ship things, yeah, mm-hmm. Cosmo so the, cars, yeah. So the whole thing about being on the space station is doing the race, and uh-huh. if you enter, you have to do this race, and if you don't, uh, if you don't, uh, if you enter the race and you want to drop out, you can't, or else they throw you off the side into the water, and I guess you die because there's okay. giant fish monsters down there. Okay. So, of course, Kaz uh, brags about being the best pilot in the galaxy, and they make him race, and then his his ship blows up. So huh. there's that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the the side characters are good. Uh, they have a couple characters that run like a uh, uh, a junk bay, I guess, where they sell parts for ships, and they're probably hey, the, I the like more, parts for ships. That they they kind of remind me of Click and Clack from NPR a little bit. Uh, oh, I don't really? know the, what they were officially based off, but it sure seemed like it to me because they're they're very one's like a a big white bird thing, yeah. like a puffy bird thing, and then the other one's like a I don't know, like an Ugnot or something. Interesting. Uh, yeah, but overall, I, I think maybe, and it's not just me, but pretty much everyone I see is kind of it's kind of tepid on it. Uh, and again, really? I've watched the next few episodes and nothing really happens it's just a series of events i think and is it just over one off episodes i mean there's not really an overarching story yet not yet like he's supposed to be the spy trying to figure out what the i guess the first order is doing but the first order isn't even there so i'm not exactly sure what he's doing right at this point to spy Hmm. um is this a children's show uh yes Yes, I would say it is. Why is it on at ten o'clock? Why I don't know. Why do you, <laughs> I, why do you I don't know. say it's a, a kids show? I mean, because of just the simplistic plot, the dialogue, all of the yeah. Above. Like there's there's nothing complicated about it. Uh, yeah, there's no like like we're, when we, I watched Star Wars, I look for like deeper meaning. There's none of that in there. So it's just it's very surface. Everything's on the surface, and why ten o'clock? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't that know. That makes why. no it's sense. So confusing. To me. It feels like they banished it to a time zone or a time that would not help it. Right? Yeah, it doesn't it's make any strange. sense because this is. I don't. I don't feel like this is geared toward me. It at sounds all. like a Saturday <laughs> morning show. It is. It very much is. I mean, it's it's kind of enjoyable. I don't. It's not like Rebels where I had to see the next. You know, right? Episode. Yeah. This one, I'm like, yeah. I don't. I don't even know what it airs. <laughs> to be honest, so <laughs> it's like, um, I guess I'll catch up when it's all done, or, or if someone says, "Yo, wow, really got good at episode." So, you is know, this whatever. even something that we would continue to review? No, do you think? I don't. Wow. Think so. Yeah. Wow. I, there's nothing really to review because nothing. 
nothing happens. <laughs> I mean, it's it's sad to say, like nothing. It's its own contained story, so nothing really affects the greater universe so far, in my opinion. But wow, I don't know. If you're gonna do a contained story, you should make it more interesting. <laughs> Have you looked online, seen what other people are saying yeah, about saying it? Pretty, pretty tepid, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've looked at Rotten Tomatoes, and it got pretty high score with the with the uh, ratings, but there was only like eleven. <laughs> yeah, there, well, there's some yeah. controversy about that too. Yeah, I know. I'm just I'm not <laughs> putting that out as you know the right. truth or whatever. But what, what, I mean, what? just from me, what's somebody, the controversy? Somebody went in and, and looked at each of those because it had like a 96 percent score or whatever. Yeah, somebody looked at each one of those individual scores because there was so few initially. Yeah, uh, they were all like. Well, I don't. I want to say they're bot accounts, but they were created that day. There was no. You talking history. about critics or audience? I believe it was audience score. Okay. And uh, there was no. I mean, they were created like all the same day, and they were all just you know five star reviews, and they were. So it was just it was strange. You don't like to believe that. You know, people do that, but they obviously do. Well, you know, they have a thing in here. Um, I'm on the the Rotten Tomatoes page, actually. It's got a critic score of 91%. Yeah, but there's only 11. For all critics. Yeah. All critics, again, I take critic stuff. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you click on top critics, it drops 50%. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, how many critical reviews are there? Like, I'm looking for that information here. I don't see it. I mean, normally they put like quotes and stuff on the page. Well, I'm not as familiar with the way they handle TV. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, it sucks because I I wanted to like it, but I don't know. I don't think I do. I didn't hate it, but it just didn't grab me in like, like what what rebels did. I mean, they don't put the Lego shows at 10 o'clock. you know but this this what i get the feel from this is like the lego stuff like the same pace and humor kind of yeah just a little less slapsticky yeah that's a good comparison because he's kind of like uh the was it the freemaker chronicles that's exactly the the kid the main kid from that one it's kind of similarity there um but uh i don't know wow didn't this one (laughs) I don't know. I'll, I'll watch maybe a ne- the the next two episodes. I watch the next two, maybe the episode after that, and we'll see how that goes. I, this I is know. coming from people who love the Forces of Destiny shorts on YouTube. Hey, those I mean, are great. Not like, it's not those like we just we're we're just piling on because we don't like anything that's not you know right where we're the center of the target demo. This this is just a weird thing. Yeah, and I'm not like uh, when you write a story. In my opinion, if you have a main character, you want people. To relate to that character, yeah. to maybe see some of themselves in that character, but I yeah. don't know who's going to see themselves in that character unless they're like a kid, like a younger kid who has like attention deficit disorder and gets into lots of trouble or something. Well, <laughs> you just named a lot of kids. Yeah, so I guess <laughs> that, there's your target audience. Okay, yeah, twelve year olds with ADD. Mm. Uh, my heavens! Well, I'm yeah. still going to give it a shot. I want to confirm or deny. Yeah, I, I mean, want to. I want to see if it, if it hits me the same. I'm way. sure people love it uh, for their own reasons, and I'm just not one of those people. So you're yeah. just not people. Garrick's not I'm people. St- you guys. I'm not a people. No, <laughs> sorry. I'm yeah. Canadian. I'm not people. 
Yeah, there's yeah, you're right. It says, let's see, ten reviews are fresh, one rotten, but only the one rotten one is the only one that qualifies as a top critic. I'm, I'm looking at audience scores right now, and yeah, I mean these are all accounts that don't have any pictures and they're all just five stars with no with no commentary. Yeah. It's like and no, there's no so featured weird. there's no featured audience reviews yet. It's like with right. Rebels, you know, I follow a lot of Star Wars people on Twitter. And with Rebels, I mean, people are going, tweeting yeah, out left and right the, on this one. It's the silence is kind of. I have seen nothing on yeah. Twitter over the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Not one single blurb. <laughs> okay, here's funny. <laughs> I've gone through uh, four pages now on the audience reviews. They've all been five star, no comments. Now I've, I, I'm finally on a page where I have two comments. And one of them is a star and a half. <laughs> it says really bad writing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so. Oh. Wow, you're right. That they're was just, Derek. They're all just like Shh, don't tell a smattering. Screen, they're all a smattering of first names and last initials that are suspiciously diverse. Right. right. You know? Yeah. Weird. I mean, some of them don't sound like very common first names. Like it's funny because, like, like, yeah, like all the first ones are all five stars. And then it, it, it looks like somebody picked up on, hey, these are all five stars. And then other people jumped on and started doing kind of the opposite. So uh, the people actually weird. put their real name in the yeah, audience reviews. Like if you get further down, you, oh, you'll well, see. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really bad writing. Finally, I had to get to like page four yeah. to actually get some substance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. It's strange, man. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, that's disappointing, man. Oh, man. After that, they're all like, there's like a whole chunk right in a row of right. dog crap reviews. Right. And then it goes right back to the five stars with absolutely. So it looks like almost every review that says something is giving it half a star or one star. Yeah. So I, I don't even trust and then those. All, you know? <laughs> but they're all the ones that are actually saying something. Right, right. All the five-star reviews. Okay, here, I finally got to some five-star reviews that have, like, a sentence. Okay. That makes me, that that at least feels a little better. Because, man, there's a ton with just nothing. Yeah, I don't I don't see how you can give that five stars. <laughs> even if, I mean, if you're being honest. That's, yeah, seriously. That doesn't make I, sense to me. Hmm. Like, you, I, just, I can understand I'm really maybe suspicious four of stars. these names. Aiden, Evan, Kai, Joe, George, spelled with a J, so it could be Jorge. Laura Henderson, I guess that's a first name. Danny, Sydney, Paul, Alex. Like, it's just a, I don't know. Feels weird. If There's something strange Something's going not on. right, yeah. Horace. Uh, the Russians again. Sid. Yeah. The Harris. Russians, Russians are sicking us on each other. Rondald. Oh, you know what I mean? These are the kind of names that you expect in like a phishing scam you get in an email. I'm I'm, I'm not trying to put people down, but Rondald, is that is that supposed to be Ronald? But they yeah. just threw a D in there for fun? Maybe it's Rolled, like uh, Rolled Doll. Oh, yeah, it could be. Maybe it's Rolled Doll, but like in one name. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about this. That's a screen name. I don't know about this. Yeah. So anyway. <clears throat> also, some like- of the one stars and half stars don't even have a name. But yet all these five stars are a name and a last syllable or a last, yeah, last syllable, initial. A last initial. <laughs> here's here's not Daisy J, but, but Diazzy, follow- Diazzy J, because the A and the I are switched. Right. But uh, if I'm you go to all those that have a first name and a last initial, like they've reviewed nothing else. I mean, these are like brand new accounts. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
Oh, that's goofy. Who felt pressured to do that? Seriously. What little, <laughs> what little, I'm going to save it. I'm going I'm to show them. <laughs> There's a lot of like, I, I'm, I know people spell names funky. There's misspelled names in here flat out. Marvel's Daredevil, 88%. Oh, that's too low. <laughs> Come on. It's only going to go down. Is that audience score? I believe that's a critic score. Oh, those critics are dumb. <laughs> that's 100%. It is 98% for audience score, buddy. Yeah, it is. Should be 100%. <laughs> Adam P. gave well, Resistance one star, and his entire comment was LOL ellipsis. <laughs> but, but... <laughs> But that's that, the most honest review. That right review there. that review has been red flagged. Oh, <laughs> red not flag. all these completely. The, brand, yeah. the guy who just says "lol" is red flag. Like it was reviewing a <laughs> bullcrap. <laughs> bullcrap. You said "lol." That's not a review. Oh boy. Oh, guess it's better to say nothing than I guess three letters, huh? Technically, I don't know what a red flag even means. There's a lot of red flags on these reviews. Maybe that's just a thing. You're giving me a red flag. Oh, oh yeah. Just give me a red rash. You know what I'm saying? I'm concerned. Yeah. I am man. a man of concern. I mean, but we have the Mandalorian coming up. So we well, got- well, yeah. that's what my point was going to be. I mean, like right now, all we have for the next 14 months is Resistance and the Mandalorian. And comics. And the Mandalorian don't even come out until next year. Comics. It's a, it's a few novels. I'm with you, bro. Trust comics. me. The comics are what are keeping me afloat. So yeah, yeah, comics. But well, even gotta, them, even yeah. the comics, buddy. We've, we're down to like one title, right? No, Vader's <laughs> ending in December. <laughs> wow. And, and Chuck Wendy got fired from the other Vader, so who knows what that's going to happen? Mm. I don't know. I mean, does that does that tell you? I mean, are they really pulling back that much to try to? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think they have. I think they're pulling Charles Soule off of everything. I think he's working on something they haven't announced yet. Something secret. I'm talking about overall, though. I mean, it seems like we've really dialed back. I mean, do you think they're trying to create some buzz again by just not having that much between now and creating creating scarcity to increase demand? I mean, honestly, I think I think that's a good way to spin the situation, but I don't think that's the intent. I think it's more of like uh, let's stop the perceived bleeding and yeah, yeah, and reset. Yeah, like you know. We've got a lot of injured uh, limbs that we need to bring back around. So in the right. meantime, here's your right hand. Use use that. But see, if that's the case, if that's your opinion, and I, I tend to agree. I mean, again, to me, if it's more, not your opinion, I adamantly disagree. <laughs> Good. <laughs> more evidence, really, that I mean that Disney's they're not just ignoring this and pretending there's nothing wrong. I mean, they're really they're, they've got their hand on this. You know, maybe we don't understand. Obviously, not yet, so much but, with uh, the resistance. Well, I don't know. Again, the resistance is a big question mark to me. You know, ten o'clock, but it seems to be like a kid's simple kids cartoon. That that has to be the dumbest decision I've heard of. If I was the creators of this, I'd be pretty upset. Yeah, it sounds like they knew what they wanted to do. Yeah, I I refuse to believe that if this show is as Garrick, uh, you know, says. Well, you know, Garrick, you know, glug glug glug. But I love everything. If this, if if Garrick's, you know, I'm easy to please. Let's just get it out there. Hitting it on the hitting it on the nose, right there. You are pretty easy. Then I I refuse to believe that the creators didn't know what they were doing. So I have to blame it on marketing, right? I have to blame it on the people who threw it in the time slot. Yeah, and, and ugh, they're intentionally trying to make it fail. It it it. 
it may have some of the trappings of that, whether or not, you know, conspiracy, <laughs> well, whether the, or not. Doesn't this true. kind of come out of nowhere, seemingly? Yeah. It's yeah. Sort of and did. so it's kind of like we didn't say anything about it because we don't know. We don't know what to do with this thing. Yeah. Throw it on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. I mean, yeah, or or yeah. six o'clock on a Wednesday. Right. Make it. Just it make it a coloring book or something. Yeah. Well, seriously. I mean, <laughs> there's been series. other. There's been other Star Wars kid properties like you know the Yoda Lego stuff and all that. I mean, those were very clearly defined. Yeah. I knew exactly what they were. They yep. were at times but never that even made had to see a clip, kids. and you knew exactly what <laughs> right. to expect. So yeah. Th- this resistance seems like, you know, yeah, we're making it for kids, but, you know, we're putting it at 10 o'clock. Maybe that'll draw some people to watch it. I don't, it, I'm I don't so, know. I'm no harm, confused. no foul. What a waste of my favorite character. Oh, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're not, there's no main character except Poe, who's in the very beginning, and that's that it. Was, that was my joke. I mean, yeah. Because so they're still waiting it. for a he reason to it. care about Poe. I honestly, I still, th- I, well, BB 8, I guess. I feel like, you go. I, like I feel like we're so early, even though Force Awakens came out, you know, what, three years ago now? Many moons ago, my that I, I still feel like we don't know enough about the Resistance era to care enough about and that, part two. What we wanted, I think what we all wanted was, okay, there's going to be a cartoon. It's going to give us a reason to care. <laughs> please, cartoon. Please make us yeah. love these movies more, please. Well, I guess, uh, you know. To be fair, we do we do need to give it a few more. To be fair, no, I, I don't we need disagree. To give it a few more I don't disagree, and maybe maybe they'll hear some of the criticism and try to do something different for next season. I don't know. Yeah, more blood well, if there is a the next season. <laughs> but I still feel like, uh, yeah, right. If there's no viewers, they won't maybe they'll do bring it. Daredevil into it. <gasps> Shut and up, Bullseye. Oh, I'm in. Uh, I'm back Bullseye in. flying back a Tie in. Fighter. Uh, Daredevil's a Mariluka. Oh, I'm just saying. That's yeah, that's fair, true. Fair. He sees through the force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know what? I mean, part of the problem, though, is that we're, you know, even with Rebels, I mean, Clone Wars, we had characters that we knew and identified with. Even Rebels, we had that. Even though it was a brand new crew, we still had Ahsoka. We still we still got Not right away. Glimpses. Not right away. We didn't have Ahsoka right away. I know, but I'm naming other characters, if you would let me. <laughs> We had Vader in that in that show. We had Leia. We Tarkin. had uh, yeah, Lando. Thrawn. We had other recognizable characters that we care about. That Hondo. The problem with yeah, huh. the Resistance era, yeah. from my perspective, is that we were so quick to let's just kill them all off, and this is all new. It's new, 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 and it's like. But now you've killed off, you know, Luke, and we don't have Han anymore. Well, to this me, is those before are char- that, though. I understand that, but well, okay, I guess you could put them. In You're there probably not going to have Luke. Yeah, that would kind of that would kind of break the story. That would ba- yeah, that would break the story. But Luke but Skywalker, you, we mean, thought you went away. I, you under, I mean, do you see what I'm saying though? Is that when you have a, a cartoon in this era, when all the characters are brand new, and we haven't told the whole story yet of the saga, that. It would be nice to be able to rely on some of those, even though you don't make them your main characters. It would yeah. be nice to be able to lean back on recognizable characters like a Leia or a Han or recognizable or, situations. Sure. Like yeah. saying, okay, we're going to explain how this happened. Well, it's like there is so little footing. There is still so little footing on all of it that it'd be hard to even ground into like, um, okay, well, this is uh, the, this is on Jakku after the Battle of Jakku or some, <laughs> some space junk. Like there's not a lot of stuff in there that we even have to ask questions about 
You know what I mean? Right. It's like it's like when you start a new job and you know they're they're like, well, you know, you're you're not asking enough questions. I don't know what question to ask. <laughs> you got to tell me a little bit. You got to teach me enough that I can spot the holes. You know, right. when there's just massive holes, Garrick's mom. Um, Whoa! Then it just hey. It's hard to, you know. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> I like to point out that Mike just leaned over and reached over to Howie and tapped the bell himself. Yeah. Excitedly. Grinning sheepishly. Yeah. Garrett's you're saying mom. bring main characters. I think this would have worked a lot better. Well, first of all, it takes place six months before The Force Awakens. So there's yeah. not much wiggle room in that. Nope. This, to me, this would have worked a lot better if they would have said it 10 years prior. Yep. Have, have Poe yeah, as the main dumb. character. And just have him be the race pilot, maybe be like this moody little guy. Yep. You know, and then right, man, you, why, you not? Kind of, why, yeah, why, why not? Why not? And then you see him come out of his shell and become, characters. become the Poe we know and love. Meets yeah. BB 8 along Amen, the way. Amen, brother. Amen. Already that could have been better. the whole story how he met BB 8. Already better. Already. Yeah. We haven't even watched the show, and that's already better. <laughs> <laughs> they could hey, have done the what? exact same script, and it would have been all But it's only going to get three-star reviews. Speaking of three-star reviews, it's time for the Porkins Bite of the Week. Oh, oh yeah. no. We did this last Only week. three stars. No, he's up to three stars now. Oh, he's up to three stars. Celebration. I don't know if y'all know this. But you was talking about Battlestar a couple times earlier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Funny I'm you should never bring that up. talking about Battlestar. <laughs> Did you know that Universal Studios sued Lucas over the design of R2-D2? Yes, it's true. Because what? he resembled too much a trio of drones from the movie Silent Running named Huey, Dewey, and Louie, much like that Asian pop group you like. <laughs> no. What? Mm-hmm. No, they're not. They dropped the charges, though, because Fox countersued and said, oh, yeah, R2 look like your drones from that movie? You know that Battlestar Galactica thing you've been making? <laughs> <laughs> and Universal slunk away. <laughs> yeah. That showed him. Yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, Two seasons, right? It's not a stormtrooper. They're shiny. They're it's a robot. They're they're, they're called toasters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Freaking toasters. Oh man. Yeah, Fracking yeah, toasters. Yeah. All right. Fracking toasters. It's Frackin time to go deep dive. Frack yeah. yeah. Deep dive. Glowy spine dive. Say, oh yeah, this week, buddy, you won't have to drink. Again? <laughs> my tummy, you know, I was making fun of you guys eating. My, my tummy? You guys. Did you just say my tummy? My, my, my rumbly tumbly. <laughs> my tum-tum. My tummy tum tum. I remember when I was a teenager, I was at a store somewhere with my parents or something, and then there was a kid who was talking to his mother. He's this blonde kid. He looked to be like a year older, and he's probably 16 years old and they're at a grocery store and he's begging his mom to buy him like the cereal or something and i'm like get a hold of your damn self wait what kind of cereal was it though what kind of cereal were we talking lucky charms here i don't remember i don't remember remember, but but we're talking like honey nut cheerios who knows why kids go crazy for the taste of cinnamon toast cocoa puffs but the point is the following thing came out of this kid's mouth he jumped in the air and slammed his feet down this kid's like 16 from what i could tell 
slams feet down. He goes, but mom, they're yummy in my tummy. <laughs> Completely non-ironically. Did you punch him in the neds? <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted oh. to go and just like, just like, you don't deserve these, you know, like. And then open the box oh. and just start eating him over his I mean, bo- crumpled body. <laughs> yeah. Like dripping crumbs all over him. Dang. That's, what oh, That's hardcore. I, so yummy in my tummy. I was not exactly the bitch. picture of macho at any age. But I'm sitting there going, dude, you're making us all look bad. Yeah. <laughs> you need to cut this out right now. Well, I hope you feel bad because he actually had that disease that makes him grow Fast. Oh, he was he only fast. He was only he was seven aging. or eight. Yeah. Oh, he was aging backwards. Oh, he's like, like Pat Morita in that one movie. Pat Morita. I don't know. Wasn't he been like eight or no, it was terrible. Ralph Macchio. What's happening? What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Karate Kid's awesome. Star Wars. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he had the Webster oh boy, this, disease. This week for I was making fun of you guys before we started yeah, recording. He never you, actually got to his comment. We both came down with like <laughs> snacky snacks. And the funny thing is, we we all came down, get ready to record the episode. Garrick's waiting patiently. You I got up and just left. Watching Daredevil. Came back with, or you had snacks, got up and left and came back with more snacks. And then Mike got up and left and then came back with snacks. We're all sitting here recording. I'm like, oh, make sure you guys all have something to eat. My stomach is growling so loud. I'm afraid the mic's going to pick it up. You should have ate so, some Pringles. Serves you right. If I, we were to I promise not to pick up your tummy. If we were start, if we were going to start me drinking right now, it would not be long before I would just be in a puddle of my own like bile. Would you like ground. me to run and get Challenge you some Taco accepted. Bell? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I'd rather go to sleep hungry. I would rather go to sleep because I've passed out from malnutrition than eat Taco Bell. Right? Yeah, more for me. Wow. Yeah, I'll have some. Mike, what's going on? Well, boys, this week for discussion, we are going to talk a little bit about... We Everybody knows, most people know, that uh, at least me, Corey, and Garrett go way back on the uh, OG novel. Yeah, well, screw you two. Well, buddy. Wow, dude. There's three of us. Come there's on. three of us. Screw I want to include you in this, but you didn't read all the old shit. I man. read them all. That hurts my feelings. All right, then all four of us, baby. <laughs> I did not. Woo! <laughs> I did not. Did no such thing. Howie's of two minds on the things. One of them's truthful. <laughs> <laughs> he did not. Howie's not experience read them. of old was just the movies. He loved the movies, baby. Yep. But uh, but the, the the rest of us kind of deep dived into the into the OG novels. That's saying we're nerds. That is saying we're nerds. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and actually, I was a latecomer to, to some of this because I uh, actually didn't start reading the novels. Jeez, what year was it, man? Probably 02-ish. So there, there was no, a good, 1902. There was a good smattering of novels. I was trying to figure out what he was going to do with all his retirement time. <laughs> and rather than just sit around and fester on the back porch of his grandchildren's plantation. They still, thanks, were thanks. they still called plantations thanks, back Pat then? <laughs> I sure. don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought it'd be fun to kind of go around the room and maybe give uh, give the audience our recommendation, maybe our favorite book, like the OG book. If you're uh, interested in checking out Any some book. of the legends. You ain't got to limit it. You ain't got to limit no, it. No mm. limit. If you want to do the, the mm. new you There's know, some books you shouldn't the new read. stuff. Yeah, yeah, there are some books you shouldn't read. Yeah, maybe we should give one that we recommend and one that we say completely avoid at all costs. I can think of two that or three that you need to completely avoid at all costs. So yeah. we should be able to knock that out. I can I'll think start. of a whole multi-year-long series you could avoid. Yeah, but it's hard to avoid uh, all of it. There's a couple of shining stars buried in that. Yes, mess. there are. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but. Uh, 
Anyway, so let's let's just hop around the room and uh, Corey, what was I was gonna say? Don't save me for last. Everybody saves me for last, and uh, then there's no end to my droning. So yeah, not today. Crack gonna, me out first and get me over. Give with. me uh okay. Give me your give me your avoidance novel. I gotta do avoidance first. <laughs> yeah, do I feel it. Like I got a lot more to say about that than I do about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna give you my favorite one first. All right, do it. I Jedi. Yeah. Oh dang it. I Jedi. Why don't you give us a quick synopsis? Oh, geez. And where it um, falls in kind of the timeline. Um, um, I Jedi is a novel. I'm just off the t- off the cuff. I Jedi is a novel written by Michael A. Stackpole that is set in Star Wars Galaxy. It was first Star Wars novel written, first person perspective of a character never seen in the movies. Novel takes place around. <laughs> this is all just off the cuff. Uh, okay, it takes place around the same time as Jedi Academy trilogy. And uh, so in this fact, for the for the lay person, this is be post Return of the Jedi. Luke is is reestablishing yeah, the think, Jedi Academy. I think right? we're about seven years post Jedi because right. let's see, Zon trilogy was four years a a b not a b y, but four years after the trilogy, right? And that's when yeah, the twins are so born, and the twins right, are yeah. like toddler wielding lights or lightsaber wielding toddlers. <laughs> yeah, right, toddler wielding lightsabers would be wicked though. Um, <laughs> In in Jedi Academy, so I Jedi, I would say yeah, about seven years after the movies. Feels um, right. Yeah. I don't know the exact ABY. I'm not looking at a timeline. It's all right. The Wikipedia page. Eleven. I mean, my stream of consciousness doesn't. It's have eleven that. ABY. Is it eleven? Yeah. So right about yeah. That's Shoot, about right. I got my essential chronology book, man. The OG. Oh yeah, right back here. Right back here, bro. I love that. That's baby. still. Oh man, there's some good stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, there is. There's and I got a, I got a couple. They have the expanded one that they did, but anyhow. Um, I Jedi is about Corin Horn, who is who was a member of Rogue Squadron. Um, who you know, it kind of goes into his background a little more too, like you you know his family background, which was part of like the Corellian Security Force, which was like the homegrown kind of pseudo military around Corellia. And he uh, he's force sensitive, but he's always he's never he's always ignored it. And Luke said, "Hey, come be a Jedi," and he's like, "No, screw off, I'm a pilot." Uh, I'm going to be a pilot. I'm going to be a pilot. <laughs> best, pilot. best in the galaxy. But yeah, so he's an X-Wing pilot, stuff like All that. All my but, life. But then Sorry. his wife gets kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so his wife, Mirax, daughter of Booster Tarek, big time. I wouldn't call Booster a smuggler. What is Booster? A, a, an entrepreneur, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's right? a shady entrepreneur. Way to put it. And Mirax is kind of like a, With a Star Destroyer. Is, yeah, he has owns a Star Destroyer. <laughs> A partially. It's basically it's basically a mall. It's a right? giant mall casino. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with more or less. Some guns on it. Either way, uh, Mirax is actually like an intelligence operative, I believe. Mm-hmm. But she yes. gets kidnapped, and Corin knows it through the Force, and tries to make contact, and he can't. And he's like, everybody's like, well, how do you know anything's wrong? It's a big galaxy, and he's like, I, I Force sensed it, and they're like, <laughs> that's lame. And he's like, I know, shut up. But then he's like, all right. Like he tries to find out what happened and there's nothing and she is just gone. So he's like, there's nothing I can do. So he goes to the Jedi Academy and he joins up. So you actually get parts of the Jedi Academy trilogy, like scenes from that. Right. Redone with Corin there and from his perspective. Because, yes, it's all in first person. Right. Which was a little jarring at first. I actually put it down the first time I tried to read it and I picked it up months later and then just devoured it. Yeah. But basically you get his going from... 
like having latent force ability and denying it to going through the training and becoming a full fledged Jedi. I always loved Corrin's abilities in the Force too because they yes. were atypical. Yes, most yeah. Jedi have the ability to to move, you know, move objects and yeah. you know, and they're great sword fighters and all that stuff. And and Corrin's abilities were a little more muted. Well, he literally had no ability for telekinesis he has whatsoever. None. Yeah, he, it's, it's like a, a handicap. Conditions under certain conditions, he did. And there's that great. There's that great scene, right? Yeah, you with the just... with the boulder. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. And um, that's one of my favorites. All basically, time. there. The, yeah, it's on the academy, and Luke is leading. You know, this first cadre of students, and they're all like young adults. You know, there it's not baby children or padawans or anything like that, but they're all sitting around and and in a cave or whatever. And Luke is trying to get them. He's doing the size doesn't matter. Size matters not lesson. Trying to get them to lift the boulder. And, you know, I think maybe a couple of them get, it's been a long time. I think a couple of them get to wobble and stuff, but nobody can get right. to move. And they get to Corrin and the dude who can't move, Jack and Squat. he knows that Corrin can't move. It, he so knows he's really that pushing. Yeah, so Luke's really being a butt. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> the boulder just just goes right up in the air and all the students are leaning back like what because they're all sitting Whoa, around like Indian yeah. style or I'm sorry crisscross applesauce and um, <laughs> and they're all freaking out blah 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 and Luke is like whoa I didn't really expect and then they realize wait a minute something's not right something's not right Boulder never moved <laughs> it's just sitting there and Corin just suddenly unlocked the ability to plant the image into everybody's head like he was trying so hard to make the boulder move that he convinced everybody and himself yeah, that he'd moved he it he moved it right and it had never moved and that was such a, a clever way to show the diversity in Jedi powers which yeah. we kind of lost that when we got to the prequels and stuff of that yeah, because, because because they're very ubiquitous well, what the, the and what the story became is oh you're good at plants we're gonna ship you off to Jedi plant <laughs> land right. like they tried to do with Obi-Wan Right. You know what I mean? Oh, you're not so good at fighting. We're going to send you off to non-fighting. You're, we're not even going to call you a Jedi. You're second class. You're, we're just going to call you a squib. You know, like it was it was that kind of stuff where it's like, oh, if you don't fit the exact mold of a Jedi. Right. You're not going to be part of the major prequel stories. Although some of the authors got into, you know, the ones who had like better skills with like medicine and stuff like that. Sure. But yeah, in, so in the in the OG books, almost every Jedi had a a specific set of skills. Yeah. Um, where like, you know, they were always geared toward the thing that they, for some reason could do exceptionally well. Yes. And yeah, for Corin, it was based on literally, he couldn't do one thing and it resulted in this explosive ability of another thing, which I think related back to his bloodline because he, right. as, as the book unfolds, you find, you find out this grandfather and all stuff. So anyway, right. it's, it's a great book. You see him go through that. And then he turns the corner. He's like, all right, it's time to go freaking find out where my wife is and start kicking butt. And, ah, oh, I love the character. I love Corin's. Yeah. I love his temperament. One of my favorite. Yeah. He's, he's quick. He's a hothead, but he's also very intelligent, like strategic thinker. But, you know, some he's got a little bit of that Han Solo in him where it's like, oh, crap, stuff's falling apart. Kick the door in. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> right. for there went the plan. <laughs> plan B is rush forward. And he's he's got a little bit of a Spider-Man-y sarcasm to him, but he's also got a serious streak. I I, I love that. Yeah, character. he started off him. as a. Did you see? You said he started off as a security officer, right? You said yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a cop. Yeah, space awesome. cop. Space cop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a pilot for the space guys. I think I Jedi and the Jedi Academy trilogy are essential reading if you're interested in oh, parts yeah. of the Jedi Academy trilogy. As much as I love that 
series sure. are hard. To, they they, they were, but I still feel like if you want to dive into Legends and really, if if you're interested in that mm-hmm. and you haven't done it, to me those those books yeah. are a, a, an essential part of of filling in those gaps. Yeah, you want to uh, see a Jedi Master like whipping Tie Fighters out of the air, <laughs> or like a bunch of students like crushing ATATs, you know, or, or I'm sorry, ATSTs. Just with the force. <laughs> it's pretty because that was the first time I was like, all right, here's a bunch of Jedi. And this is what happens when a bunch of Jedi are fighting together. We didn't have that. Right. Didn't exist. So they they went whole hog with it during that sort of Imperial yeah. attack on Yavin. And that, yeah, that, that does tells well into the uh, X-Wing series as well. Because Corrin Horn's a major character in that as well. Yes. Because Stackpole yes. wrote uh, a bunch of the Stackpole and Alston wrote that series together. Mm-hmm. And those are really good, too. Yeah, I yes. was, and I the, the, there again. I think that that X Wing series, at least, there's two different X Wing series. There's what Rogue Squadron. There's almost you can almost say Wraith Squadron, three. and then you have Wraith Squadron. But then you go back to uh, yeah, like Rogue Squadron go, ones that take place after the Wraith Squadron. Right. Ones. Yeah. Right. So, Aaron Alston's books maybe not as essential. But <laughs> yeah. they're still. I they're, I mean, they're a little goofier. They're, they're goofy. They're fun. But but I feel if like, you if you're a completionist. Alston sets like lays some seeds that he harvests way later, later. and that's a, there's a payoff. But in terms of essential for the legends and how the universe plays out after yeah. post Return of the Jedi, those first that that first half of that X Wing series is essential because it essentially sets up the retaking of Coruscant. I right. mean, that's the overarching right. story, which right. I loved. I mean, that's well. Know. We'll get to yours. I got to do my crap book now. Yeah, go ahead. Do your crap book. Um, Go. I'm wrestling between. I mean, there's three that I find essential <laughs> garbage, but I'm. Gonna, I hate to do it. I hate to do it because I feel. I feel a lot, a lot snittier against Barbara Hamley, but I'm calling Vonda out. Star. Oh, Crystal Star is a trash novel. Yeah, it's horrible. Okay. I, I always get some of these confused. So, what was the main premise in that book, dude? I don't know. Some is kid, that the one where they're wandering? Well, the, the it's one of it's one of eighty two books where the twins get kidnapped. You know. Um, okay. So, oh, the twins have been kidnapped again. You think we'd put a tracker on these children by now? You know, nanny cam something. <laughs> but uh, and then there's like some kid, and they're trying to like they're trying to. I believe they were trying to get force potential to unlock they were trying to force children to become force is this one where we we where we first hear about the the paddles the force paddles no force pad oh no that was <laughs> no. a jedi academy that was jedi, was academy. That jedi academy you're yeah. right not oh, to be man. confused with the paddle beamers which was actually uh the true sepakura yeah so paddle beamers were the c ruby blasters they yes, were like yes, tennis yes, rackets yes, that right, they shot at people right. okay and yeah, the but the force paddles were, uh, were they, something Luke discovered. They measure midichlorian counts. Was, where did he? <laughs> yeah, more or less before midichlorians right. even existed. Um, and but where was that like technology he had found in Mount Tantus or something? I don't remember. There was he. They he found got it like that the t- ruins of the temple or something. Yeah, okay. that's, that's how okay. I remember it. Yeah. yeah. But anyhow, yeah. Uh, that I still can't. I mean, Star by Star, Star by Star, Crystal Star could have been a great move, a great novel, and I still would hate it for Waru. (laughs) (laughs) The Force, Uh, Force ish, sensitive ish, master ish, amorphous floating blob from another dimension. (laughs) Yep, I said it from another dimension. Uh, Essentially, he was Melbar. 
you know, <laughs> from Futurama. <laughs> yes. He had a he had like a bunch of cult, like a cult that worshipped him yeah. and stuff. And Luke's like, I want to figure out what this is. He's literally from another dimension. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but the book was actually terrible all in all, so I don't have to feel bad about hating Waru. That's a horrible. Horrible book. And you know what? I've never read anything else that Vonda wrote, but I'm curious because I'm wondering if she's actually a pretty good author that just wasn't a good fit for Star Wars. Yeah, I have no idea. Be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that it, there have been sci fi. Well, it's kind of like R.A. Salvatore. <laughs> right. Uh, if if I judged him solely on uh on his first the the kickoff to the Yuz and Vongs, right. I would be like, that guy's the worst author Spectre ever. Prime, yeah. But then I've read his other works, including episode two, right? Yeah, right. And I'm like, no. Yeah. No, he's good. What happened? Right. Who did that to him? <laughs> Who touched him where? <laughs> Who hurt that man? <laughs> anyway. I always wondered if if that whole kickoff and the, the idea of the Yuzhen Vong and all that stuff was his idea. It can't or, have been, right? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. They actually I know decided they, they needed to do a right, unified. Right. And it was, I mean, they had at that time decided to sit down authors We're going to have all the authors and, all contribute to a story rather than having, now these aliens hate us. Right. Now these aliens hate us. Here comes the Empire again. Don't worry. It's this admiral with his fleet that he stole. Yeah. <laughs> right. The warlords. I love how they even came up with a shorthandage to talk about all those bad random Imperial dudes who don't get along that are just showing up and attacking people. Warlords. <laughs> It's like, Warlord like Zinge this time. It's right. Yep, it's Zinge now. Now it's yeah, Dalla. So. That's right. me. That's right, me. I'm out. Eric. No, I'm up. Well, you're up, baby. Corey stole mine because I Jedi's <laughs> the best book ever written. God is good. So because Corey stole mine, I'm going to cheat. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say the Star Wars Republic Commando series. Really? By How's Karen Travis. Yep. Karen, the, mother trucking Travis. One of Travis. the greatest Star Wars authors of all time. Of mm-hmm. all time. Mm-hmm. So the, and one of my favorite Twitter people. So the, I didn't actually <laughs> read these until uh, way after they came out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because they, they, they were based on a video game, the Republic Commando video game for the uh, right. Xbox yep. 360, I believe. Yes, they were. And she's written a lot of, she's actually written quite a bit of companion material for games and stuff. Oh, like yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it took me a while to get into these, but once I did, I realized the mythos of the Mandalorians and how they tie into the clones. Um, And then the clones being thought of as individuals all synergized in these novels. This is where, this is, I mean, Genesis. This is the genesis of that. Like what we see in the Clone Wars where we see that each... uh, like clone is cut. They're, they're all the same, but they're all, they all have different personalities. They're all yeah. basically different. I think it started in the series uh, or in the video game, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I mean, they explore the mythos of that. They go into like the Jedi uh, relationship to the clones. Uh, some of the clone, it goes all the way up to even order 66 and beyond. And yeah. some of the clones have falling out after order 66. Cause they they realized uh, well they didn't have the back then they didn't retcon the the inhibitor chip into the clone so some yeah. of the clones could think for themselves and like oh this isn't right let's uh let's not do this anymore so uh yeah it's it's very interesting Karen Travis basically created a Mando dialect and yes and at the end of some of the books uh. it'll have a bunch of Mando words in the translations so, so and, you, and I know we've. It's Go great ahead, how she tackles it because the the clones are are trained by Mandalorian warriors. 
uh, not just Django, but there's other ones as well. So in doing that, they, the Mandalorian, they're trying to learn the Mandalorian culture as they go along. And so they, they end up picking up these phrases as, uh, along with you as you're learning it with them. So you yep. kind of like want to somehow work them into your vocabulary as well <laughs> while you're talking to people and then they'll have no idea what you're saying. She's so good. There yeah. are certain authors in the old legends that are like go-to authors that really set the overall stage. Yeah. And you yeah. Get your stack pole and, and Zon. guys like it's on and you have to put Karen Travis at the top up there. She was later on. She came later. Yeah. She know. came later, you know, yeah. About halfway through. Right. Really. So, but her contributions are so and and we although I know we've, we've retcon blasted by George himself <laughs> yeah blasted out of yeah. the con before the three set happened yeah but if if you really have interest in the legends you have to read Karen I mean just any of her novels any probably mm -hmm. would recommend well, all of them the problem is with the ones that with the legacy of the forest ones you have because that's when her Alston and was it Denning. Yeah. Or was it Luceno? It was Denning. Yeah. They were doing every third. Like they 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 wrote nine. Each of them wrote three books of a nine part series. Mm -hmm. And so it was like reading a, a terrible book, sure, right. a, a, a almost as terrible book, and then an amazing book, and then <laughs> right. a terrible book, and then an almost as terrible book. But the amount book. of the amount of thought that she put into Mando culture, yeah, and I yeah. mean creating it it's from insane. scratch, and it, it and. So perfectly, yeah. It's it, it was, was, it's so it was good. almost one of the like, best crafted things in Star Wars. It was almost Tolkien in, yes. in execution. I mean, she she worked out their language, their culture, everything. And, yeah, and those the the books in the uh, was it the the ones with she's right the blood bloodlines or legacy of the force or whatever. Uh, yeah, right. These books tied into those. Like a lot of these characters were brought back in that one. And a lot of so there's a lot of little things you might not have got reading Bloodlines or um, prior. I think prior to her contributions, the the Mando culture itself was very disjointed because yeah, all you yeah. had was Boba Fett and remember Django. Boba Fett even had different names, Jaster Morale, Jaster Morale, and there yeah. was a whole there was you know one author would do this, another would do that, and whatnot. Yeah. And she came in and she the one just, thing that we knew is that they were scattered. And right. they'd been scattered for yeah. a long time because of the old Republic, the you know Mandalorian. So, yeah, so the general overall mythos yeah. is that there was a world called Mandalore at one time. Yeah, and that that world became war ravaged and it was no longer inhabitable or was destroyed, mm -hmm. and that that the entire culture, you know, basically uplifted and moved to other planets. Yeah, to which they would, you know. Give the name Mandalore, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, basically the culture and the they mythos were, and everything. They were kind of like, I would say they were most closely relatable to some like a mixture between like Native Americans. Yes. And in their displacement, like a like a, like a more of a, a war. Yeah. A, a war focused thing, tribe right. of Native Americans and like Scottish like Palestinian Reavers. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or even even the Jews. I mean, because I mean. Because along the way too, they would pick up other people, like people that that's weren't true. blood Mandos. Yeah, that's could true. Could become assimilated like into Vikings, the culture, actually, in that way too. Right. So yeah, yeah. I mean, just uh, <laughs> it's really it good. makes me mad because and it was an agriculture. It's not something it was an that, agriculture. It was funny because the, I mean their whole their whole economy was based on agriculture. It was farming. They were farmers until yeah. they got called up to war, and then they all went all to went war. To war. <laughs> 
and like his, everybody, the yeah. kids, everybody yeah. were part of the war effort. Yeah. And, and so it was, yeah, they were actually, they wanted to be peaceful. They wanted to work the field and drink and sing but at night. <laughs> never, never turned away a request or the call. Yeah. You know, but they were all also about like helping your neighbors. Like, and everybody wasn't Boba Fett. They weren't all right. like, Hey, we don't trust your house because our house is this way. That what actually, we have and now. I loved, I loved her handling of Boba Fett as well because yep. at one point in her mythos Boba Fett was called to become Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Mandalore is the title of the leader of the Mandalorians. The Mandalorians and he he was his it was his call, it was his turn and but he was he re- almost rejected it. He yeah, he oh, he flat out didn't want it. Because his bounty hunter lifestyle was not the lifestyle yeah, of I'm not here I can't lead people. I yeah. I've always worked by myself. I'm not fit to lead and they're like, "Yeah, uh, but Boba Fett. you are the one responsibility you're the one person that people will rally behind right. you know that reluctant forced leadership thing yeah with Jaina solo there for some reason but <laughs> because that's the overarching right. story of those nine books required it but even right. then that ended up being awesome yeah and yeah. oh my gosh yeah. it's it sucks because in those but like there were like there were good books and bad books right but that was the first thing that george lucas literally just in a snap moment just hiked down his dungarees and took a dump <laughs> right on some of the yeah. most wonderful yeah. work that yeah. anyone had ever done for his and property. And those, right. those books, I mean, yeah, it has a Mando culture, but it also has, you know, it has something for everybody. It has like, like good fight scenes and battles, like real yes. has romance, has humor, mm-hmm. has, I mean, they had everything and she's such everything. a good author and it sucks that she'll probably never come back again ever. Forever. I, yeah, I'd imagine she's probably pretty spurned, even if they wanted well, her to come back. We actually, actually, Corey, out of all of us, the, you know, the, this new Mandalorian series, he's got jokes constantly about. Eh, have you called Karen? Have they you called know, Karen you, yet? Or they, you know? They, well, what I what I'm happy about is that they've called Filoni. True, because I don't believe, despite the fact, <laughs> despite the fact, is Clone Wars is where we saw the execution right. of all the great Mando stuff getting thrown out the window. Right. But I don't blame Filoni because, but and the only reason why I don't hold that against Filoni is because when I asked Pablo outright, it was who made George, that decision. He right. and he, his words that was all George. Yeah, he made the decision. Like it, I, I, I get the feeling that almost everybody there was like, wait, hey, really? Well, Are you sure? There's some good stuff here. Yeah, <laughs> and so my hope is that Filoni sans George doesn't mind pulling back in that direction. I mean, I'm not saying we're gonna get Mandalorian. He's a lone Mandalorian out in the outer. Rim for Otto Renino, but but anyway. Anyway, what's your stinker, Garrick? My stinker is Planet of Twilight by Barbara Hambly. Yep. Oh, you went for the second one. Yeah, because <laughs> it's so bad, I, de- I never finished it, so I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> you get you get 15 pages into that book, and it's so clearly an F you <laughs> to, uh, to Kevin J. Anderson. Yeah. Who... Also wrote the Jedi Academy trilogy, but I don't want to go too deep into her previous novel, but she'd written a previous novel that was so bad and left so many open-ended things that literally, I don't think an author could have written anything to come after it without going back and closing these doors. So Kevin G. Anderson wrote Darksaber and uh-huh. literally slammed the door shut He's like, no, I on got this, this open-ended stuff. <laughs> I got this. And she's like, no, no. Yeah. Well, she came back way later, like, you know, 10 years later and said, here's my sequel. Yeah. And, and everybody went, meh. I think those those three are informally called the Callista trilogy because they all had yes. uh, either, I guess, a disembodied or bodied version of uh, Luke Skywalker's yeah. old girlfriend. 
Okay, yeah, so computer, the, computer, Luke Skywalker's uh, computer girlfriend. Right. <laughs> so is the planet planet of the Twilight? Is that the one that they're on the ship? No, um, the Eye of Palpatine. That's no, children no, no. Of the, There's one where Luke is caught on a ship, and I think that's where he meets Callista. Yeah, children, yeah. that's Children of the Jedi. That's, yeah. that's the Eye of Palpatine. That's the yeah. first book in the trilogy. <laughs> That's, that's no, my wait, that's children of, <laughs> children of the children. I was gonna say that's why I'm like, hey, you went to the second one. Yeah. Well, the yeah, second one, the I, first one, the first one I actually read. Yeah, it's true. I finished the first one. You're, that's I'm a trying good to, point. I'm trying to remember Callista's thing. She was, she's a disembodied Jedi, right? And but she, she was gonna. She found the Eye of Palpatine or something. She was there. It existed somehow. Remember, the prequels weren't out yet, right? And she died, so she just like forced pushed her consciousness into the computer. <laughs> right. But then but at some point she she she, she inhabits at, for, at some point though she inhabits a body. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, she no, that happens to have a, a relationship with Luke. I believe that either happened at yeah, it happened at the end of Children of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Right. And then she goes off she says I have to go do my and thing. And I think she tries to hook up Luke for with Luke for a while but then eventually one of the authors just has her run away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's what I think that's what Kevin J Anderson did. Right. But then she brings her back, and I am on with Garrick. I can't tell you the plot. Yeah. I can't tell you the it plot was of probably, Twilight. It's probably so stupid, I just like blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> Those vampires in it. Yeah. Well, now, wait a minute. I'm back in. Pick up my essential oh. chronology. Had vampires in it? Myself I've read Twilight. A lot of, a you're talking about, about Twilight, right? Yeah, Planet yeah. of Shiny Vampires. Twilight. Right? Twi- yeah. Spe- yeah. Well, Mike, we know you're a stinker. Well, uh, yeah, just so you know, I have one. Do do? I, I said I wasn't, but I do. Ooh, ahead, well, let's do you because Mike just named a stinker. Let's 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 do you last, and let's let Mike say what his favorite is since he already had to admit that Children of the Jedi was. <laughs> I mean, so with there and there you go. We've covered the three that I knew we'd cover, and three <laughs> terrible ones. I knew that would happen. Okay, so the obvious choices, of course, is on Children. So I'm not going to go there. But uh, for me and my my choice, you guys are going to laugh at me when I tell you. No, I can't but wait. My choice. I'm one of those guys that. that I'm I'm a nostalgia guy, so one of the the probably the first book that I read after I decided I was going to read Star Wars books was I I looked at all the available stuff out there and I picked the one that immediately picked up right after Return of the Jedi. Trucipacura, right, right, oh, wow. right out of the gates. If that, that was the first one I read, it would probably be one of my favorites. But it was like, well, that's the, the first one I read, one. and it wasn't really? my yeah, favorite. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you're right. Maybe it's because I read it first, and that was my only exposure. And it, it, I mean, there was enough excitement and adventure in it to keep me engaged. Yeah, and Velociraptors with electric <laughs> it was electric tennis rackets. It was dumb. <laughs> they, they put <laughs> people's consciousness into ships. Yes, they how did. Can you, how can yep. you go wrong with that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what happens is basically, uh, you know, return Return of the Jedi happens. They've they've blown up the second Death Star. The Spoiler. Emperor's dead, <laughs> and uh, they're literally still on Endor. Yeah, this is like when, two seconds after the pyre goes out. <laughs> yes, exactly. And like, and then the fleet gets. A yeah, you literally have that scene where Luke's like, "Oh well, I better head back now." <laughs> <laughs> but they get the fleet gets a distress signal from a nearby planet, and they feel like, "Okay, we've got to go investigate." So I think Luke ends up going. They send a few people, Luke and probably Han and Leia and all that. And uh, so it's it's a signal coming from a, a planet Bakura, 
and Bakura is um, it's occupied still by the Empire. Yep. So the Empire, even though the Battle of Endor has happened, the Empire hasn't crumbled yet. Yeah. They, well, they're at least not aware that they're yeah, gonna right. Cr- exactly. About to so you know, so these guys are basically the the first you know people to start informing <laughs> you know the Empire outside of the Battle of Endor that yeah. hey, the Emperor's dead. Yep. And uh, but the Empire doesn't you know relieve their grip on on Bakura. There's some friction and it's really fun to watch that play out. It was. Yeah. yeah. Because there's a a common enemy and it is these little veros- v- velociraptors <laughs> that are invading Bakura. Well, some of them are bigger than the other ones. Uh, the blue ones yes. are bigger than the red ones or the red ones are bigger than the they blue ones. They're like allosauruses yeah. or something. They're like something out of like a like a Tecmo arcade game. They're basically velociraptors the that are sentient and they carry little little bags. Well, because they have-, they have smaller arms, so instead of having a blaster <laughs> That they can hold out. It's a paddle that they get uh, under their arm yeah. that they can grip in their armpit and go pew pew out of the handle. See, <laughs> but it's also it's not a blaster; it's a laser beam. They're straight it's, out of dinosaurs. Straight laser beam. Yeah, <laughs> I think I fought them in Sunset Riders. I'm not sure. And actually, there's a love interest for Luke in this too. Yeah, I was gonna say Luke had another girlfriend that I really wish Luke, we'd had. Luke got some, around some in the old days, man. Yeah, every <laughs> everybody that ca- every lady writer that came along wanted to hook Luke up because they had a crush on him when they were little or something. Like right. every single one of them was like, "All right, I got Luke's perfect woman." I'm going to describe myself with I don't know. But there was there was just it was, it was kind of like every time every time Barbara Hamley wrote if Han and Leia were in a scene together you go, oh, here we go they were doing it yeah they're getting ready to do it they Han could not keep his hands off Leia when Barbara Hamley was writing nah, I could, truth I wouldn't either you knew there's like oh, all right but yeah. but yeah what was her name Ad or yeah I, Captain she, I want to know fine. her name really bad you keep talking I'll look it up okay. I'll look okay. it up all right. So, yeah, just the the interplay between... So, essentially, you know, what it boils down to is that the Rebellion and the Empire... Basically, the Rebellion has to convince the Empire on on Bakura that, hey, we need to hook up. we got to fight this common enemy together or we're not getting... And the Imperial that's in charge of the planet is very reluctant to do that. And uh, But I think at some point he comes to realize, oh, geez, the, yeah, the Emperor's dead. We you need know. help. Yeah, we need the help. And so. you're here to give it. Right. And Gary O'Captison. Yeah, Gary yeah, That's it. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And Kathy yeah, Tires, the author of that book. And yep, she Tires. Uh, she she wrote one of my actually one of my favorite of the Yuzen Vong series. I like Kathy Tires. I like her writing. Yeah, she yeah. yeah. I, again, yeah, it seemed like an e- it was a good start for me because it was an easy book to read. It was interesting. Yeah, maybe it was a little out there. And you didn't have to and, know anything. See, even if you sit down with the Zon Trilogy, Zon Trilogy is written for the person who's only seen the movies, right? Sure. But still... It comes hot and heavy, super fast. Like, okay, um, well, oh, oh, I don't know what this looks like. I thought I would know what everything looks like. I don't know. Where's the right. Rodians? You know, right? But uh, Truce of Bakura, because it's the next day, you're you're literally being fed everything at pace. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe not essential reading, but it was a fun read for me, and it really got me engaged. And and uh, yeah, that was my that was my jump off point. So okay, yeah, good. good. Howie turn. My turn. Howie. Well, as we were, we had discussed earlier about doing this, and since I haven't really read a whole lot of uh, books, uh, you keep saying that, but I'm like, you've listened to as, so many I've, that I've never even read. Yeah, I've uh, the, most of the stuff that I've, I've listened to have been within the last few years. Yeah, but um, still. So, uh, but I got to thinking, I was like, you know what? 
I really, really liked Lords of the Sith. Yeah, you've said, a, yeah, you've mentioned that. I've mentioned that a few times. times and uh, this is the Vader Palpatine um, novel. Yeah, yes. written by uh, Paul Kemp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, are you familiar with his past works? Because he really didn't start until 2010. I was going to say, in literal, literally zero ways am I familiar with his works. Uh, Coruscant. Yeah. Uh, the Old Republic, The Third Lesson. Oh, yeah. The Old Republic, Deceived. Oh, Deceived. Uh, and then there's a few more, but and it's, I don't know if you've ever read his, but I really enjoyed this uh, book. I haven't listened to the other ones. I've just yeah. only listened Our to Lord of the Old Republic to see is really good. Um, but really, the, the kind of old... I'm not as good as <laughs> as these guys you know, picking out all the details, but the overall plot of the thing is uh, uh, Palpatine really wants to... Oh, actually go back it takes place eight years after uh the clone wars <clears throat> and uh, uh palpatine really wants to control ryloth yeah okay, okay. yeah uh, and he wants all the spice spice um, must flow so the the kind of overall plot of the book is um there's people on ryloth that want to fight the empire and so battle ensues uh, with these, uh, the main one of the main characters of uh, is uh, Champ, Champ. No, hold on, mm. Cham. This Hera's daddy, isn't it? Cham Sandula. Yeah. Ah. Nice. So there's a nice little tie there, um, and so the the couple things that I really liked, the, the two main things I really liked about this book was. Vader's conflict with himself, yeah, because uh, he kept you know having memories of his past life and struggling with becoming a Sith, uh, and then with Palpatine kind of you know knowing what was going on and the struggle between the two of them. So that was that was fun to read and, and see play out, um, but then also. <laughs> <laughs> seeing Vader like he was at the end of uh, Rogue One. Yeah. They have yeah. Some, some, some badass some Vader. Badass Vader. Nice. Uh, going on. Uh, that was, I mean, he's force choking people in a, another starship, you know. Yeah. Right. He's flying a TIE fighter and choking other people out. <laughs> yeah. Flying other ships. And it's, you know, just stuff like that that's... Just really fun to read and, and uh, or listen to, and uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed that one. So I would definitely recommend. Yeah. I don't think I've read any Paul Kemp. I don't have any familiarity with work. That's one work because I've been looking for like what's some stuff that I missed that I don't know that I don't want to read. Like I'm not I'm not sure that I've missed on purpose. Right. And Paul Kemp is one of those. By the way, you said Coruscant. I forgive you for that because if you look at this quickly, that's what it looks like. Oh, cross current. <laughs> oh, but I, this novel, oh, I, yeah, I, I forgot totally. this one even existed. And I wanted to bring it up cross because current. did you guys remember that there was a novel starring Jaden Core, the main character from the Jedi Academy game? What? Yeah, cross current. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, cross current. And there's it's a about sequel, think, core, yeah. and it's about it's about a ship for the from back in the hyperspace wars that somehow gets sucked into present day, and it takes place after Legacy of the Force. Pretty so this cool. was right before they started doing that Fate of the Jedi march. Wow, really? Yeah. Huh. 
So I, that's another I no one that I kind of want to go back and read that because yeah. I'm like, man, I don't know anything about that book at yeah, all. Right. So how? Sorry, I don't mean to hijack, no. but thank you for pointing that out to me. Yeah. Well, thank you for correcting <laughs> correcting my uh, mislook. Yeah, I totally want to read this now because <laughs> that's the thing. I'm like, who wrote a book about chorus? What? Yeah. This is, but, <laughs> Other than everybody. I love for a the while. <laughs> yeah, like how he's saying. I love the dynamic between Vader and the Emperor in this book. Because the emperor it's, is this this yeah they're doing this thing to to quell the uh, resistance on Ryloth, but the emperor is only really there to test Vader and mm-hmm. to egg him on and to see how far he'll go and to see if he's really committed to I guess the Sith way. Because he basically they go into that I think was it the cave of like these weird monster things, yeah. and yeah. they don't have lightsabers or did they? Uh, I don't remember. I think it's he, been a while since I've listened to it. But. Yeah, but they basically, it's basically like Force Unleashed with, you know, Vader couldn't handle it. And the Emperor's like, well, cracks his knuckles. Guess I got to step in. <laughs> yeah, and that just was pretty like <laughs> destroys these creatures. And it's just yeah, like, yeah, holy no, cow. Seeing, yeah, I, I, yeah, I kind of almost forgot about that part. But yeah, seeing the Emperor kind of <laughs> go to town too is... It was pretty awesome. Because um, other, other than jumping at Mace Windu whilst spinning, yeah, we haven't really seen him much other than lightning right. bolts. Yeah, I I cannot say enough about this book, and I would definitely recommend picking it up. Now, I want to I want to bring a book up that uh, what did you just say the uh, stinker the stinker. stinker yeah. yeah, well, it's a, actually a book I personally really like. Oh, but. It's not going to be one that is f- for most people, and that's Tarkin. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you said it was a pretty dry read. It is an extremely dry read, but I love the content. Uh, just and that's a the Luch- Tarkin. That's a Luchano. That's a Jimmy yeah. the Luch, right? right. right. Oh, <laughs> Luch. yeah. yeah. So, Jimmy the Luch can shake me off pretty quick. <laughs> that, He's the, done uh, some stuff I like, but mm, you're right. It was, <laughs> and of course, it's him writing about Tarkin, so uh, uh, just a dry person in general, you know, coming off, you know, but that guy right. writing him. So, excuse me. Um, I really enjoyed it because I'm I I don't know. That I'd say I'm a fan of Tarkin, but I I like his character yeah. for as yeah. much as you know he's on screen and stuff. But um, it's you know really interesting and fun to learn more about him. But yeah, that's that's a tough one for me to recommend to anybody. Yeah, I, st- I still haven't finished that one. <laughs> <laughs> the first the first time I tried to read a Jimmy the Looch novel, I don't even remember which one it was at this point, but I remember I was like five pages in and he was still describing the way the stars looked in space and nothing had happened yet. <laughs> I'm like, I'm five pages dazzling, in and we dazzlingly are... Dancing that's what around. I would always say. I'm like, I can't stand the stars dance dazzlingly authors. <laughs> And I, that was him. He just he would go just into such detail about something. It's like, dude, I get it. The night was moist. Okay, well, well move to on. be fair, that's half of Star Wars. Oh, my God. My, my first book. At least I, he didn't. He at least he didn't come up with lightsabers weaving baskets because that was Troy Denning. <laughs> the, my first exposure to Jimmy the Looch was um, Cloak of Deception, <laughs> and that was pre, it was pre. I liked that. book. Yeah, it was good. It was I pre, remember Cloak of It was pre Phantom Menace. Yeah. Oh. It was it was an Obi Wan and Qui Gon. Um, Qui Gon book. Qui Gon. Qui Gon. Blah 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 blah. Anyway, um, 
Wasn't that all about hey, Chancellor? That's, all, that's almost Yay. like a double ding. Wasn't that all about <laughs> Chancellor Valorum instead? There you go. That was all for Petrie, by the way. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so it was a Chancellor Val- Valorum kind of his rise to power, and it was it was a political novel. So that's yeah. another one that probably not a lot of people would have dug, but I liked it because I liked at the time I liked the the politics behind the Phantom Menace and all that. So I'm trying to remember what my first Luciano book would have been. Um, probably Jimmy the Luch. Uh, Yuzhen Vong. Did he start in the Yuzhen Vong? I felt like there was something before that. Ah, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. It might have been the Agents of Chaos. Might have been the uh, Agents of Chaos. Might have been the first one. Oh, was sure. that the one where uh, Han Solo painted the Falcon black? Well, let me let me, uh, <laughs> Garrick, if you will, let me just off the top of my head give you a synopsis. No, I'm not really going to do that, but I am looking at the Wikipedia page, and yes, by looking at the uh, the cover, you've got Han Solo with like the black hair and the black jacket. So oh, yeah, yeah, that, that one was the terrible. new Jedi Order. Also, I think that might have been our first exposure to Vergeer. Might have been oh. in that novel. Yeah, okay. that one was, was terrible his- though. The New Jedi Order, Agents of Chaos. I should have picked yeah. that New, one as my stinker. New Jedi Order that was, was really the, bad. Was the Vong invasion? Actually, Agents okay. of Chaos won Heroes Trial. Yeah, they're right. I didn't get a chance to finish. Uh-huh. We weren't going to give it to you. And he wrote two. Yeah, yeah he it did was a duology, and they were both. Terrible. And he wrote Darth Maul, Maul, Saboteur. Saboteur. But he he wrote yeah he wrote three. Uh, the Unifying Force? Yeah, he wrote three New Jedi Order books, and they were all pretty terrible, <laughs> as I recall. He did the Darth Plagueis book. That one was okay. I like that one. He wrote Revenge of the Sith Visual Dictionary. Oh, he wrote Catalyst. I like that one. And the Millennium Falcon book wasn't bad. Yeah, Catalyst was... It, it was it was it was tr- it was true Jimmy the Luch speed though yeah. even though it jumped around in time it was still slow it was a it was a completely unnecessary book but it wasn't yeah <laughs> that is really true <laughs> that is really true wow so there you go listeners there's our list of uh, our 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 hot list of favorites and total stinkers you want to jump into the legends. Yeah, that's where we. Recommend. Well, that just happens to be where we fell everything. Except Tarkin's still canon, right? Yep. And, well, Lords of Sith. Yep, is still Lords canon. Of Sith. Oh yeah, there you go. So how? Yeah. So not necessarily restricted to legends, but but yeah, obviously that's still the meat and the potatoes of the media we consume because a lot more time has passed in that time. So, uh, so yeah, check stuff out yourself. In the meantime, I think it's time to tie this one off, gentlemen, because it is late. Yes, sir. And I'm a tired young man. Me too. So, or a tired old man. Pick your. I voice. got more Daredevil uh, to watch. That's true. Yeah. He's got to squeeze in one or two more. And I got to get the Taco Bell up. before they close. Yeah, true man, that. What's going on? True that. So, anyhow, with the interest of that, why don't I just remind you guys to follow us on Twitter at FlyCasual1138 because we'd like to hear from you with your feedback, your questions, your snide remarks, uh, your your uh, your your hot. Not too hot, snide sweet, though. We don't want to get blocked. Your, your hot dank <laughs> half snide half dank snide means memes. We don't block me, memes. dude. Yeah, don't block yeah. me, bro. Yeah, <laughs> block Mike's, Mike's, Mike's. I think Mike's on like an auto blocker list or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Block by everybody. Block me. Yeah, that's but uh, IPM everyone but yeah. who follows and recommend to block. 
of <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's actually Garrick's got it set up. They get a message as soon as they you know follow you. <laughs> yeah. Or as soon as you follow someone on Twitter, Garrick's auto sends them a message saying you don't want to block this dude. I'm just saying, just go ahead you and don't hit want that no old block he's button a, right he's now. You'll thank me he's later. He's a Russian bot. You want to shut him down? He's, now. he's a rascal. <laughs> but yeah, follow us on Twitter and stinker? of course run over to YouTube and subscribe to the YouTube channel. YouTube Fly Casual Podcast on the YouTubes where you can listen and follow along while Mike clickety clacks and add some video or some crap and I will be noticeably absent from on this uh, podcast so you're welcome for that Um, but uh, and then uh, hey iTunes Stitcher Google Google happening place for sound downloads wherever it is you get the podcast and uh, make sure you uh, give us a nice little review because it really really matters on when people are out there looking for something to just kick their shoes off you know like you do you sit on the back porch with a little glass of scotch and a cigar and listen to Star Wars podcasts that sounds like the, find it first. that sounds like the good life if I had to that's a that's I, I believe that's the average person's weekend uh, weekend routine there Garrick uh, but yeah to help us uh, to help us land into the lives of those individuals, please uh, give us a nice review because uh, that's that's really what drives that, and we want more folks just like little old you. In the meantime, I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. He's got to hit the button to flip it back around to point at him now. Nighty night. Yeah, well, that's not where your microphone is, but that's fine. Over there's Howie. Um. Nighty night. (laughs) Over there is Garrick. Good afternoon. (laughs) Hello, Jelly. Hello, (laughs) Jelly. (laughs) Goodbye, Jelly. Bye-bye. You know, everybody talks about the AOL dude saying you've got mail. Nobody ever talks about the fact that when you sign up, he would go, Goodbye. Do you remember the goodbye? True. Goodbye. It was goodbye. like a, a, like the song. You sign on, you get the you've got mail. You're all excited when you went to sign up, and he goes goodbye. It was like the Mister Rogers theme playing at the end. You're like, oh, goodbye. Yeah. Bye, dude. Goodbye. Yeah, that. Out of music.